Today on ABC Devo, SIB Swelling Itching Brain. Welcome to ABC Devo, the only podcast where we examine every single song by Devo alphabetically from the fourth dimension to a wiggly world. I'm Tom Taylor. I'm John Ingle. I'm a Joe Mizell. And I'm Pete the Retailer. And today we're talking about swelling, itching brain from 1979's Duty Now for the Future. That was a fine introduction, Tom. Oh my God. Thank you, Joe. You're very welcome. Yeah. We're all in this together. Hey. We're in the. And I'm glad we are. Yes. In the tail end of our double duty from this week. Duty. Duty. (laughs) Never not funny. (laughs) <laughs> the regular Jimmy Pardo. <laughs> um, so yeah, welcome to the S's, everybody. Oh, look at that. And we will be here for a while. Yeah, oh my we'll God, be yeah. in the S's until um, uh, late August. So Why sit back. God. It's summer of S. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It really is. It really is. <laughs> it really is. That's, yeah. that's Jeez, bizarre. Please. The entire summer will be S's. For S's for summer, smokes. everybody. Um, I guess so. All those, all those kids who are out of school are just like, why do they only talk about S songs? Yeah. I think it's called uh, Stevo. I think that's what the show's called. <laughs> Stevo. Stevo. You know, in the summer, kids can you know, sit down their books, listen to podcasts about songs. That's what they like to do. They do. They love it. They love to listen to songs that were written before their parents were even born. Some of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I was a kid, my friends were reading Starlog magazine. I would just read ABC, your favorite band magazine, and every issue was just a, was about <laughs> a specific I really song. Wish I went to your Top, tops of the Pops school. magazine. <laughs> I'm so jealous of your elementary school. I wish I wasn't the only person who read Starlog magazine. See. Wow. Did you, did you say that from the other room? What's going on? Yeah, come oh, on right back. To the mic. Hey, how about that? Yeah, there, there you go. All right. Sorry, I Pretty thought shy. you were embarrassed about liking Starlog. Oh, no, not at all. You're among friends. Although it is weird, I was listening to something the other day. Um, I think it might have been TV Guidance Counselor. Mm-hmm. And um, the guest, which is actually comic book scribe Mark Wade, was discussing the time he met Jonathan Harris uh, Dr. Smith on Lost in Space for like the first time at a con and how Jonathan Harris talked about how weird it was to be a kind of quasi-celebrity mm-hmm. and it occurred to me that I you know, growing up reading Starlog like, all these people who were basically guys who had tables and charged you $10 for an 8x10 with their uh, John Hancock on it to me were actually stars like I would read this like 10 page interview with Van Johnson from the green Hornet. And I'd be like, Ooh, this is fascinating. Yeah. Tell me more about how you used to get sushi with Bruce Lee. Um, (laughs) you know, like, like Walter Koenig isn't a giant star. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's scale. It's, it's your, your circle. And certainly Um, Starlog never played it up. Like, Hey, look at these losers. Right. <laughs> like, I always kind of imagine these interviews were done in their, like, palatial Hollywood estates. <laughs> yeah. Right. Not, like, Denny's. Yeah. 
not like a hotel room next to a laser con right. in Toledo or something. Um, not no, not not to disparage LaserCon in Toledo. It's run by yeah. great people. And you know, hey, they got a lot of guests. <laughs> I, I got to see Jonathan Harris there. He was wonderful. <laughs> he said um, bubble-headed booby for me. It was great. Ooh. So anyway, SIB. Oh yeah. Swelling the brain. brain. Um, which. To, am I mistaken that they don't ever actually say swelling itching brain in, in that order? Oh, wow. Wait a minute. Uh, to the internet. Yes, I think you are. He says painful swelling brain. And he says swelling itching, swelling pain. itching pain. Oh, wow. Hey, look at that. Wow. Um, well, I mean, they're, they're having like swelling itchy brain issues. Not expected to say things correctly, you know? Yeah. It'll be all over the place. I, I can I can understand that. It, it's a, it, it struck me by took me by surprise. Struck me as odd. Because um, I always assumed it was in there somewhere, and then only in this going through the lyrics for studying this, I was like, wait a minute. Um, That's funny. I don't I like see that. it in there. Um, I do. Uh, there's a little. Uh, we'll, where to go? Where to go next? Let's talk uh, things that uh, things that we like about this song. How's that? Um, <laughs> well, I, I like how most of the descriptions are physical, you know, pain, sweating, nausea, and there's one uh, uh, the every magazine picture in every magazine's come real, which is like this hallucinatory yeah. thing that happens randomly. Yeah. It's like, oh, I, I, I get it. It makes sense. But at the same time, it's like, whoa, this is this about more than just, you know, physical pain? I mean, you know, I guess I suppose you could have fever, you know, hallucinations. That's probably what they're getting mm-hmm. at. But right. it makes you wonder. There's that one bit of description that's that's separate from the rest. And it's right at the front of the song, too. But yeah. I've always liked that every picture in every magazine's come real. <laughs> it's just yeah. like, I don't know. It just adds a lot of uh, imagery, literally, I guess, and I mean, to the... Right before that, I like the description of it as a, a painful yellow headache. Like adding that yeah. like <laughs> color to it mm-hmm. is a good. Uh, you know. No, yeah, it's. I mean, that's the nausea, the kind of skin tone sort of description. Right. Maybe I mean, it doesn't have to even be that, but that's where I. That's how I translate it. Oh, it yeah, the song the, like the needles in the yellow, like it's almost red, like it's mm-hmm. almost you know blowing <laughs> out the headache. Yeah, or just you know, it's one of those which like you know, strong like like in in line with the hallucinations. It's you know, you're seeing colors basically. There's little yellow starbursts or something. Mm, yellow starbursts. Mm. <laughs> yes. Taste part Sorry. of it. Controversial. I love lemon starbursts. It's a controversial opinion, I guess. Is it? Anyway. Yeah, I I've, I've heard those just... Like, who's going to argue with the lemon flavor? People do. I've seen it disparaged on social media many times. Oh, what are they like? Yeah. Cherry? It yeah, does oh, taste cherry. a little bit too like, easy. you know, pine salt. Or not pine salt, pine salt, but like whatever lemon cleanser. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, but that smell always made me want to eat candy. Yeah. <laughs> like, my, my mom <laughs> was cleaning the day. house good. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You should just um, huff lemon pledge. Oh, yeah, I lemon love that pledge. Stuff. That's what I was thinking of. <laughs> I'm here to help Mine you. Not pine salt. Pine salt tastes like pine. Yeah. yeah right. What was the? Was they rarely have pine flavored candy. Oh. Mm. It could be good though. 
Yeah, you know, if we could, we, were, we could workshop that. Yeah, let's talk about it. Yeah. Um, what what are pressure pad alarms exactly? Do you guys yeah, know I what those like are? I don't need. Yeah, it's a really good. nice collection of words. I don't know what it means though. I assume pressure it meant an alarm pad. that was set by you stepping on something. Yeah, but then is that what's happening when he's when he's getting these waves of of nauseous pain? Or maybe there's a little I mean, like pads to measure the pressure in his head or something. Maybe. Those little things that stick, like, uh, stick to your head. You know, oh, yeah. Those little things that stick to your head. Yeah. Everybody knows <laughs> Silly those. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Now I'm picturing this guy attached oh. to some sort of mechanism. Yeah. Yeah, this is getting more and more interesting the more we discuss it's these It's like layers. a clockwork orange scenario. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Or like uh, Tetsuo. <laughs> yeah. Tetsuo. Oh, man. I haven't thought about that one in a while. <laughs> That's some Lollapalooza 3 type humor right there. <laughs> um, yeah, now I'm, now I'm just reading through lyrics to find out if there's any more reveals here. If any yeah. Let's see if it's actually about it. It actually gets pretty repetitive after a while. Just understandable. Again, understandable. He's going through a lot. Yeah. He called off sick. With all original work. stuff. I mean, he's yeah. making sure you know he called off sick. He says it many times. Yeah. Now, do you guys, if you are if you were to use that phrase, do you say called off sick? Or do you no. say called out sick? I'd say called oh, out my. sick. What? I think I, I, we, we all, I think around here, yeah, call in is what um, we've always said. And it's, I guess it make, they all make sense. I yeah. think call out that makes no sense. Actually, yeah. calling, calling off makes sense. Calling in. You're calling to them and you're saying, I'm calling in sick. Calling out sick? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. You're well, you're calling, calling to say to you're going to be out because mm-hmm. you're sick. Calling out. Yeah, but but the out is about the calling. You say, I called out. No, you're calling out sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like tapping out in a wrestling match or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They all What's make sense. Is inside. It's happening in the ring. True. <laughs> nope. I was trying to complicate things more. That's okay. <laughs> but calling out is like tapping out of your job. Or Wait, falling down? Yep. Calling out. Oh. The calling down is about being sort of Michael like... Douglas with a crew cut. Yes. Right. Okay. Defense. Oh, wait, no, that's falling that. down. That's a flat top. Mm-hmm. Yeah, falling down. Crew cut. Yeah. I thought it was about the Iron Maiden song, but... Is <laughs> falling down Joel Schumacher's best film? Yes. Probably. Uh, yeah. How does one rate that? I by the, he scale? made one good movie and they all all the other. <laughs> That's pretty. Easy. I will I mean, I throw. Lost Boys. Uh, you Lost Boys is okay. I would say. Um, I granted I, I haven't Boys watched is a it. Perfectly fun, silly movie. I haven't watched it in forever, but uh, I I remember really like digging Flatliners when that came out. On video. Oh really? I watched that a lot. Yeah, I watched. Watch Ooh. it again. <laughs> I like it Today's a good day to die. I'm with you. I, yeah, I liked it when I was too, is it? Nope. That's no, flatliners. It's also Wolf and First Contact. I think it's also in dark, the Dark Knight. The Dark Knight, the book, not the movie. Right. <laughs> oh, that's true. Um, but I Actually, also no, Dark want... Knight was, it will be a good death, but not good enough. Hmm. Um... What's that movie where he? Oh, did he not make that movie? 
What's the, movie, the movie with, with Philip Seymour Hoffman as the transvestite? Yeah, who lives well, near Robert De Niro. Yeah, I never did saw he not it. I remember Pete. Yeah, he did. But I, re- I never saw it. But Pete, I remember you enjoying it quite thoroughly when you saw it. What? Well, because oh, yeah. there we go. Flawless. There. Because I. Flawless. Um, it's not. It's not flawless. Now let me say, <laughs> it's got its flaws. But it is no. That is a pretty good movie. I forgot he did that one. I went to because uh, I went uh, with uh, a friend of mine to go see the uh, uh, Mila Jovovich uh, Joan of Arc movie that was out. Mm-hmm. And like the next come, showing, my Christian soldiers, come soldiers. The next show uh, wasn't for really like, annoying in that movie. Two hours, so we're like, what's something that's less than two hours that's playing now? And we looked, and we're like, oh. Okay, something called Flawless. Let's go see that, and then then we'll go see Joan of Arc. That sounds like it'll be pretty much without any flaw. Yeah, and then so we went to the like we were like we have no idea what this is about. This will be fun, and we're like we got up to the theater and like where the poster would be outside the theater, so we would have some clue of what it was about. There was just like a like a eight and a half by eleven piece of printer paper that said Flawless on it, taped to the inside <laughs> of the poster like frame. Wow. Well, don't know what we're in for, and then slowly it unfolded, <laughs> and we're like, oh wow, and then like. At the end, we're like, oh, that's pretty good. And then, like, like written and directed by Joel Schumacher or whatever. Like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> that's not right. Well, where were you in your knowledge of Philip Seymour Hoffman at that point? Because that was a real early. He had been in stuff, but it was also a really early performance for him. So maybe some people didn't know who he was. Did you? Yeah. Were you aware of him from, you know, Boogie Nights and all that? I guess probably. I don't think I saw Boogie Nights until later. I know I lent you Boogie Nights on video. I'm not sure when Flawless came out relative to that. I first, After. Hmm. No, I, I think Flawless seeing... was 99. I want to guess. Um, I, yeah, I mean, I knew 99. Philip Seymour Hoffman, like, I'm almost embarrassed to say this, but, like, I happened to see, even though it's a terrible movie, Scent of a Woman yeah. more really times than any human should, which is to say more times than zero. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like he is very good in that and very young in that. And I always sort of like like I remember when I saw him in Boogie Nights, I'm like, hey, that's the guy from Scent of a Woman. See, I right. didn't do that at all. It's kind of weird. Like I I saw Boogie Nights and we were all I remember we went to the theater to see Boogie Nights and we were all into him. We loved that character and how he, everything about him. And for a while there we were like that guy who was, you know, Man, he was amazing, and I never put two and two together that it was the guy from Sin of a Woman or Twister, because I think Twister had come out before that too. Twister, and and uh, yeah, he's he's in Twister. Yeah, he's and, one of the then after, crew. Yeah, but after uh, Boogie Nights, we we were obsessed with Philip Seymour. Like we wanted everything that he'd ever been in, mm-hmm. and started figuring out. Oh my God, he was in all that stuff. Uh, not his uh, his Law and Order episode that we weren't aware of that till later. <laughs> but he's pretty um, good in that too. I think the first thing I saw him in was probably Lebowski. Like Lebowski and Happiness were the same mm. year. So I was like, what is this guy? Yeah. Everything? Oh, Happiness. Yeah. Well, Happiness blew our minds, too. Yeah. I think I screamed more at Happiness than any horror movie I've ever seen. Like just out of just, <laughs> oh, my God, what's happening? What's a fantastic there, movie. And it's funny. Actually, I remember him in Leap of Faith a lot, which even though that uh, came out, well before Scent of a Woman, Leap of Faith had a very long shelf life on HBO. Mm. So I would see bits and pieces of it like for for like a solid like two years. Yeah. Yeah, Leap of Faith was on HBO all the time. Yeah. It's not a very good movie. 
But yeah, no, I did recognize him in Twister. I remember liking him in Hard Eight, and I think like Boogie Nights was where it was sort of like I like this actor. Right. Not to you know, I'm not trying to brag that I got in early on the on the Philip Seymour Hoffman train, the old PH PSH Express. But uh, yeah, he was somebody that like I gravitated towards for whatever reason. I think someone at some point said falling down by accident, and that's how we got through Joel yep. Schumacher. I yep. love that. Yeah, that's what happened. Our go. regular episodes are becoming more and more like weekend episodes. Yeah. Yep. Every one of them we do. But that's, you know what? I bet I bet that people like it. I'm just going to bet that so. people like it. It's charming. It's funny as hell. that we're at, like, we're, are they going, God, talk about Devo? We're doing this for <laughs> songs that, that uh, you know, are. are like when we were doing it for songs that we didn't have that much to say about, because it's like, yeah, you know, this is a yeah. song that I don't care for. Uh, but uh, here we're, we're at songs that I think for, for the most, but yesterday uh, or sorry, Tuesday proved to be the case that we liked the song a lot, but we went off on some tangents. True. Um, and here we're all also going off on tangents. Do we like this song a lot? Also? I do. Uh, I, I, I do. I love this song. Yeah, I do as well. I, yeah, uh, I, kind of, I don't know, Pete. How do you feel about it? I do like it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Fine. I do like it. Yeah, it's, I don't. Um, I my 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 gusto, my fervor, um, isn't as <laughs> as great as it was necessarily for Tuesday's song for Red Eye, but I do like the song a lot. I I kind of agree with you, Pete. There's something about Red Eye, like. Um... I don't know. Like, like I feel like uh, Red Eye is like a secret treat, and for whatever reason, mm-hmm. I feel like Swelling Itchy and Brain is just like out there for all to consume. I don't know why I have that impression. I think it's fair to say they're both relatively obscure Devo songs, and yet, for whatever reason, I feel like Red Eye is like the deep cut for the fans, even though they're on the exact same album, and there's no reason to feel that way at all. Hmm. Maybe it's the fact that this is the middle of the album as opposed to the end like I even, if, you, if you only listen to the first side of this record you would still hear this song you know but mm. i don't know if that makes sense but or, this is another end of a side this is a similar song in a way maybe it's the fact that the easy listening version of swelling itching brain is often mm. played as background music on the weather channel apparently oh wow what really I, I, yeah i just read that for the first time today <laughs> That's not the only Devo song. Uh, um, they got feeling a lot on the Weather Channel as well, but the regular version. Yep, yeah. huh. they do. Yeah, you can go look at. I did. I'm sure we talked about it. I think we did talk about it way back oh, when no. we talked about Get Feeling. Wait, is there I something from Oh No, it's the Devo channel. on the Weather Channel? <laughs> yeah, you can go online pretty, you know, anytime and find, you know, today it'll go today's forecast and like dur, 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 dur. and they'll just have, it's just that that part of the weather channel where they're just showing uh the details of the of the week's forecast or something and the just the guitar part kind of plays and then it gets into the drums and then it kind of moves on from there but yeah you can find videos of gut feeling playing on the weather channel huh i never would have thunk it there you have it somebody so you guys love steve you guys know what this song's about obviously right uh, possibly. Are you saying the song has some kind of meaning that we might not be getting? Yes, that there might be a, dot com? Yes, there might be a song meaning dot com about this song. Well, I don't know if you remember our old friend Kill Whitey. Me too. 
I do remember him. Oh, you mean on on song meanings now? On song oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And not the secret urges you have. Oh, not the guy that I. Oh, never mind. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, he's back in action and commenting on a little SIB. <clears throat> this is either Devo just being goofy and singing about a guy who's just so genius his brain is exploding. Now, I'd like to pause to show myself and just say, when you use the word either, kind of implies there's a binary coming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there is not here. No. Bad form, Kill Whitey. It's not Bad either form. or. It's just either. <laughs> but or not even allow me to continue. It also seems as if could is if it could reference someone getting high or tripping for the first time. If you've ever had that experience, you might know what I mean. I'm sure that is very slim to what they meant, but it still works in that respect. It's slim to what they meant. Mm. Slim. I'm to going what to say, meant. kill Whitey, not an author by trade. <laughs> nope. He's okay, probably great Smith. at killing Whitey. But, uh, Possibly. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, hmm. Um, Fortunately, we're all safe, right, guys? Oh, totally. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't... I don't um, it's possible there's a drug thing. Like, I, you know, anything could always be sex and drugs if you, if you pick at it. Um, but I don't... <laughs> oh, that sounded weird to me. Gross. <laughs> That's what Trey said. Um, but I don't. I'm, I'm not buying it. I think it's just it's, it's a, this weird. You know, it's kind of like day my baby gave me a surprise or something, where it's just like painting this weird picture of of uh, medical misfortune. Just mm. about a headache. It's yeah. a headache. Doesn't feel it's good. Very like descriptive a about a headache. Just call out sick. Dare we say I mean, it? Sometimes a migraine? not even. Not even that series of a headache can feel like this to you. You can yeah. go, you can wax poetic about minor headaches sometimes, even because nothing's worse than a headache. You can't think. You can't. I mean, I get headaches kind of often, and I, I don't necessarily get migraines, but man, sometimes I get them so bad, and it's I could I could write a song about it that's very descriptive. I don't know. I don't think it's got to be anything too crazy here. It's just you know. Somebody's having a headache, and somebody yeah, wrote man. down a song. It's just a swell and itching brain. That's all it is, man. man. Yeah, man. <laughs> I just kind of fell into a McConaughey thing here somehow. It's not really a very good one. <laughs> but anyway. Follow your muse. That's... Or, or don't. <laughs> Sometimes your muse is an idiot. <laughs> I've never had that problem. And now for no. Peter Laurie, who's going to be joining us for the remainder of this episode. <laughs> I like swelling itching brain. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's That's a fine so song. Um, anyway, so what? What's did we, we didn't throw grades at it yet, did we? No. What are we thinking? Let's throw a grade at it. Um, I mean, I, I agree with what you said earlier that I'm a little less enthusiastic about this one. Like mm -hmm. Red Eye Express... To me, is a much uh, it's it's a one step more exciting of a song to me um, than this. But I do love this song uh, on the level of A, not uh, no plus, just A. But hmm. you know, it's a strong grade. I'm giving it an A. Yeah, I well, would have to agree with John. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Wait, who was that? 
That was a very subdued Peter Lorre. Yeah, I think that was Booberry. Yeah, well, um, you know, I am familiar with the entire oeuvre of uh, Peter Lorre, and therefore I don't just have to be like you idiots. I can I I, I run the gamut. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, so you're giving it an A, also. Yeah. Well, Peter Lorre is. I can't okay. say what I'm giving yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm giving it an A. <laughs> Joe, ask Peter Lorre if he's giving it an A. <laughs> Don't ask me oh. your stupid questions all the time. I have work to do. <laughs> You're almost like dribbling into Ooh. Vincent Price there. <laughs> yeah, oh, I wish. It's getting, it's getting weird. It's getting a little weird. Um, well, I'm going to uh, buck the trend and give this an SIB+. Plus. What? Um, mm. I like it fine. It's not my favorite, and it's good, but there's some... I don't know. What's 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 What am I liking about it less that much? I don't know. That's that's a whole letter grade less. I'm gonna well, regret that all. grade after after the fact. But card late is a card play. That's just what my heart was saying right now. I am so it's uh, a high B plus, but it's a B plus nonetheless. I'm fluctuating between a B plus and an A minus with this one. There you go. I'm not alone. Yeah. Well, it doesn't matter You're now. You're not alone. Yeah. No. It doesn't matter. I mean, I, but, but for my own self, for my for my heart, where, 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 where do I land at? You know, I'm just going to say B plus because I do like the song a lot. I don't have anything mm-hmm. against it, but it's not as uh, as special to me as the A minuses and A's and A pluses of, in my life, in my Devo right. life. You know, it's a part of me that was thinking B plus myself, but I got all wrapped up in the Peter Laurie. But you know, whatever. <laughs> I'm gonna stay with my A. <laughs> well, um, I love this song. I was always thinking A. There you go. You fool! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, let me tell you. Sitting around giving your grades an A. That's more than Vincent Price. I wish that was Vincent Price. That was just a gibberish (laughs) match. It's more like the brain from whatever that show was. I can't think of it. Which is like (laughs) Walls and Vincent Price and Peter Laurie all mixed together, I think. Hmm. Definitely mostly Orson Welles. Yeah. I have to think about now. It's, now it just, it's gone. I don't know. Animaniacs. God, I could not think of the name of that show. Oh, yeah. or, or Pinky and the Brain. They had their own show at one point. Yeah, they did yeah. have their own show. Well, let me tell you something, Mean Gene. Um, this, uh, <laughs> All right, if brother. you make a radio station off of uh, SIB, Swelling Itching Brain, um, you get Not all so the same. Is making a radio station. You get the same usual suspects here. Um, you get we'll flesh and blood. You get uh, Sleeper by John Cale, who's now a usual suspect for some reason. <laughs> He's been on two in a row. You get Tour mm. de France by Kraftwerk. You get Future Ooh, Days by Can. I feel like we haven't had Kraftwerk, at least not in a really long time. Not oh, a really long time, yeah. They were every, everywhere for a bit, but now I guess they're, yeah. you know, they kind of took a backseat to this John Cale. Who's all of a sudden a superstar <laughs> in this in this playlist scene? From the get go, he must have paid off the Spotify. Little payola from John Cale to the Spotify lately, yeah. so you can get that point zero 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 six cents mm-hmm. per song. Um. All right. Well, that's I think all we have for this week. You guys uh, ready for we're, S's for summer? We're here. It's, it's, big hit coming up next week um really big shoe yeah so uh get ready you know we got some 
the, the mountain is in front of us. First there is a mountain, then there is no mountain. Then there, is, and there will be uh, Tuesday on ABC Devo. They're originally going to be called ABC Donovan. Hmm.